one, two, three. You're very welcome along to the Brian and Kieran Warfield podcast, the ramblings of two Irish balladeers, featuring Brian Warfield of the fierce and mighty Wolf Tones and his son Kieran, that's me, of the band Catalpa and also of the bandwagon bus Dublin's only musical ballad tour on wheels. So sit back, relax, grab a tea, coffee, beer, or wine, or whatever takes your fancy as we go rambling through life's misty, foggy dew, through stories, songs, history, politics, life on the road. And just a general bit of crack. Yes, the tricoloured ribbon from the 1967 Up the Rebels album from the Wolf Tones and the second song, second track on that album. Uh, Tommy singing that? Yeah, he is, he is indeed, yeah. And that track um, always reminds me of um, the 50th anniversary of the Easter Rising in 1916. Uh, we had put together a show um, to um, uh, back then for the 50th anniversary and we were asked to play for... Uh, our then president at the time of the same in De Valera. And uh, we, we put together the show and uh, we put on the concert anyhow. And uh, it was uh, watched by many, many dignitaries, including uh, our, our, our president at the time and uh, many of the, many of the um, Oireachtas. But uh, we sang loads of songs about 1916 and... Uh, Afterwards, the president came up, and we met the president and many of the other people, and uh, he just congratulated us on the show, and he said, uh, while you lads are together and um, singing those songs, he says, the memory of the men of 1916 will never be forgotten. So he was was very complimentary to the band, and uh, uh, he was, uh, I thought, uh, very generous in the way he came down, shook our hands and thanked us for the wonderful concert. So we, we were delighted indeed. It was a great uh, 
I suppose of your music, a great affirmant of of your music for someone like that to to uh, say say that to you as a yeah. young young twenty year old or twenty one year old or whatever you were at the time. Yeah, I was twenty, and uh, I was the youngest, of course, of the band. But uh, it was a great compliment, and it, it, it sort of like a, gave you a little bit of confidence for, to go into the future when people, you know, had given you these great compliments and uh, uh, respected what you were doing on your music. So, yeah, we were very encouraged by the words that we got from our president. Yeah, of course you would be. And uh, then, of course, you have always got, like, if we go to certain venues um, that would be republicanly minded, they ask us not to sing any songs about Michael Collins. Yeah, well, no, it's it's not that we've a song. You know, it's not, like, I, I, I never, I, I respected them all as great IRA men as great leaders of our country. The unfortunate thing that happened was the, the Civil War. And it was the worst thing that ever happened uh, to our land. And uh, I wrote a song about it, but uh, we never got it out uh, on, on the record at all. And I still have it, uh, <laughs> I still have it on, on tape from that time. Uh, but it, it, uh, it told the story of, um, uh, of me meeting a guy in the bar uh, one time and... Uh, he told me his story, which was uh, he'd come back from America and he left Ireland because of the Civil War and because his family was divided. And it tells the story of how they were divided and what happened to them. And he came back after all these years just to see Ireland and he couldn't bear the tragedy of the Civil War. A lot of people were like that, of course. And uh, taking sides wasn't easy against your comrades. Uh, you know, to take sides and you know, start shooting against people you fought together with, I think was an awful tragedy. And uh, I, who do you blame? Uh, I blame both people uh, for what they did. Uh, you know, De Valera was a dreamer. He didn't want to give up the six counties. Uh, Michael Collins also didn't want to give up the six counties, but he had a practical way of going about it. He probably thought that, uh, you know, we got a little bit now. If we hold on, we get to that rest sometime along the line. Well, you know, uh, many people thought that wasn't the right way. They were letting down their comrades in the six counties. So, yeah, it was a very, very thorny issue for many, many people. Um, one thing, you know, was being practical about it and pragmatic about it, but the other thing was, like, how can we let our friends down? And uh, between them, anyhow, that awful civil war happened, and, you know, it's just terrible that, a great leader, Michael Collins, was shot. You know, um, many, many great leaders and great men were shot during that uh, civil war. And you might say it said about the, you know, the, the free state government at the time that they, they were as evil and as hard on uh, the IRA as the British were. But, you know, that's life. It's past and gone. And let's remember them all as great heroes of Ireland. I have to say that during the um, during the um, 1960 and 50th anniversary, we were asked to do uh, a pageant, you might say, to uh, Cahal Brewer. And uh, it was Cahal Brewer's grand grandson that uh, played uh, his grandfather in 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 the in the pageant. And uh, what happened was we we were we were all on stage, but they put on a sort of piece of drama. And then we would sing a song referring to that drama, and there'd be another piece of drama about his life. And uh, we sang songs to accompany uh, the, you know, the interlude between one piece of drama and the other. And it worked very well. It was a sell-out concert in the Olympia in Dublin. And that was one of the concerts for uh, remembering the heroes of 1916 um, um, uh, for the 50th anniversary. Of course, we were glad to put our own pageant on, our own musical tribute in for the 100th anniversary. So you might say we saw two anniversaries, uh, the 50th and the 100th. But, uh, you know, I think as young, young men and young boys, we were, we were probably the first generation to be born uh, under the Irish flag. And, uh, you know, it was a great privilege that uh, we didn't have to suffer the injustice of... Uh, 
of what happened to the generations before us. And we felt the freedom uh, to remember or commemorate the men that, uh, that fought to give us that freedom. And they, they were the great heroes of mine, and people like James Connolly, Paddy Pierce, all those great men. And, you know, we couldn't have better... We couldn't have better examples to the young people of Ireland than what we had from the men and leaders of 1916. So I don't rubbish any of them. It doesn't matter if some people rubbish uh, some of the leaders at the time. I don't. I think they were all great men. I think they were all genuine in what they wanted to do. And uh, unfortunately, things happened that should never have happened. But uh, that's the way life goes. But I'm still very proud of each and everybody and each and every man and woman and child that fought uh, for our country. And the thing is that uh, there's no song that I know of about De Valera, is there? No, not that I know of no. either. And, and yet there's, there's like loads about Michael Collins, you know. Yeah, well, you know, I think a dead, a dead hero always gets more recognition. Than but De Valera is dead as well. He's dead now, but he, he lived a long life after 1916. Oh, I don't know, so, yeah, but... Like, you, you know, the, that's the way it is. Like, you know, you might say a lot of people that, you know, died on hunger strike didn't get a song either, but... Uh, I did, I think most of them have a song. Well, now. other people that didn't die on hunger uh, strike, the first hunger strike, yeah. you know. So it, it's commemorating and making a point, an example of an idea that uh, is put into song that... Uh, commemorates our past and it, you know it's it's hard to you know put a, put a song into motion when devil is still alive you know and uh, i think that's the reason why he never got a song i wrote a song about did you yeah I did. <laughs> it wasn't generous so <laughs> no it was no it was called the ghost of devil because i had a, i actually had a dream about him so i wrote the song after having the dream yeah. <laughs> it was also because i had did the tour of glasnevin cemetery uh, have you ever did the tour of glasnevin cemetery no we, we played up there you know we did uh, james Connolly up there outside this and we did what else we did we done a couple of songs up there for our videos and uh well, i did the tour with uh, uh what was his name it was Eamon mactamosis uh son shane Shane. All right, yeah, yeah. And um, I have to say, it was just a brilliant tour. It was over Easter, and they had actors at each of the famous graves, like doing a. So they had uh, Parrick Pierce giving the the oration at um, O'Donovan, O'Donovan Ross's, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had uh, the nurse, what was her name? Elizabeth, was it Elizabeth? Did? What was the nurses that did the uh, accepted or brought up the, brought the treaty or brought the, for the uh, surrender? Uh, um, Elizabeth was it Elizabeth. I can see her face yeah. now, but I can't. Uh, anyway, they had all these actors at the at the gravesides doing all these orations and things. They were all dressed to the period as well, which was brilliant, like you know. And then we went in afterwards, and we were talking to Shane afterwards, and uh, Shane was saying, you know, we're asking about uh, the Daniel O'Donnell terror, Daniel Daniel O'Connell terror. <laughs> And Daniel O'Connell Terry. Maybe he will get it. Daniel O'Donnell might get a Terry one day. A Terry somewhere. Down in Donegal, probably. But because uh, the UVF had blown it up or tried to blow it up, and they all and the, the stairs and the internals of it were all gone. Yeah, yeah. So we were talking to Shane, and we said, "Why don't you um, do a uh, a." get companies to sponsor each thread, like, you know, or get people to, if they wanted to have the ashes of their loved one on the step when they have to step on the way up. Yeah. But it's since opened. But uh, since then, uh, Shane uh, committed suicide. He was found uh, under the... Oh, I didn't know uh, that. No. By the grave of his dad, I think he was yeah, on the dear, tra- train. Dear, dear, dear. Uh, very sad. But I have to say, a lovely, lovely fella. And yeah. it wasn't long after that. Now, he autographed two books that uh, he'd written that we... We bought off him, you know, on the on the trip. Yeah, but uh, yeah. it was it was an amazing tour, and I'm sure it's still as good as it was. So if anyone's not done it, um, mm. it's definitely worth a visit out to uh, out that's, to Glasgow. That's quite sad. There's so yeah. much suicide. Yeah. It just uh, it's terrible. I remember to, you know, it affects every family in Ireland. I think at some stage or another, and suicide is just a terrible thing. So. People, anybody who's really, really thinking about it, they should share 
uh, tell their story to somebody. It just uh, people will listen. You know, mm. they they don't think, you know, they they don't won't won't be little for what you're thinking. And uh, I you just talk about it, and I think that's gonna the darkness doesn't start stay forever. Yeah. It it comes and it's terrible, and uh, then it goes away, and you're back to normal again. But you got to get through it. Mm. You got to get through it. But but for that person, it's it they can obviously see no other way out. But it, it does, I because you know from the fact that people that have been sitting on the edge of bridges or something like that, where someone goes to talk to them, have been able to talk them down, be, and then they, you know, they interviewed afterwards or whatever, you know, months afterwards they say, you know, that just needed someone to talk to, you know, and a stranger. Yeah, so, yeah, so even if it's a stranger, just reach out to to that person. But uh, very, very sad. And Shane, honestly, he was just a lovely, lovely man. I don't know whether you ever met him, but... Yeah. I probably did, and I wouldn't have known it, but like... Uh, like Eamon McThomas used to come to the gigs in the Wexford Inn all the time. Yeah. He probably brought his sons along or whatever, son. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, you meet so many people in your life that yeah. you just wouldn't remember everybody. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's sad. But I, st- I still watch Eamon McThomas's My Dublin on, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and if anyone hasn't seen it, just go on to YouTube and, and type in Mind Dublin, Eamon McThomas. And he just, it's all old school Dublin before we became this big fancy city. And it's its just brilliant. He goes around talking to all the characters of Dublin. Um, so definitely well worth a, a visit uh, on YouTube. Um, so All Around Me Hat, that it was originally an English song from That's the right. 1820s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was about a Cockney costermonger. Do you know what a costermonger is? Yeah, I think um, still I spanned on a version, yeah, the English did, yeah, version yeah. of it, and yeah, they so, did. you know, it's it's still an Irish song. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what a costermonger was? Because that's what it originally was. Like, I do know what a costermonger what is. is. A costermonger is the people that sell from the streets in the street costermongers. Yeah, I didn't have a clue. It's a, they sell vegetables from the side of the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. could say the. People that are the on dealers in Morris on Street, Street yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although it's not what it used to be, they're still there. And uh, that costermonger vowed to be true to his love after being sentenced to seven years down in Australia. Yeah, as, and, as a lot were. <laughs> and, and then it was adapted by Patrick Carney, of course. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, he adapted it for uh, the so, 1916 Rising. Yeah. So um, last week I was up in Carlingford. And uh, I went to a famine village, mm. um, which is on the outskirts of uh, Carlingford Village. If you go up the hills from Carlingford Village up towards the um, the Sky Park, it's it's at the back of that, and uh, it's really on the side of a hill. Beautiful views from it, but uh, when you just see the sizes of the houses and the poverty that they lived in, and they actually had to abandon that village, you know, during the famine of what it was. But there was one thing that was quite curious. I'm going to show you a picture of it, and you might know what it is. Now, I thought it was something for animals, or but it, then I was thinking about that book that I was reading, and uh, the way they had to make little lean-tos and just when their house was pulled down and stuff like that. So you can tell me what this is um, but if you're ever up that way definitely worth a view well I have a you know I was reading when I was researching the famine there for my own project uh, I I wrote a CD-ROM for it uh, 300 pages but uh, when I was researching it, a guy called Denver um, was uh, being evicted from his house in County Loud and uh, when when um, the, the landlord uh, and his agent came to evict all the people out of the village. Uh, he said uh, for the first house he was burning that he would give uh, a guinea to whoever would burn Diver's house, uh, De- Denver's house. So Denver got up and he said, I'll burn it. And he took took the, the, the guinea and he burned his own house. Genie. So he knew that at least he's getting a guinea for himself. Because <laughs> if he hadn't have burned it, uh, he would have got nothing. But uh, it was just reported in one of the papers, I think it was the London Illustrated News, that uh, this event happened and uh, how brave he was to burn his own house. But, uh, yeah. 
So, so that's that's the story. Um, so what do you think that is? Now I put this up on the on the Rambling Irish uh, Facebook page. This picture. Well, I d- I don't know. I don't know. But uh, is that in the village? Yeah. Look, if you if you scroll through, you see. It, what they did, what, a lot of the times what they did is when they were dumped out of their houses, evicted, they built what was known as a scalpine. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, yeah. but I couldn't think of the name of it. Yeah, a, a scalpine. And scalpine was a small little shelter, really, that uh, kept them uh, warm just, in the winter and cold. Just kept them dry, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, and that, funny enough, because I laid them at the side of it, is the exact length of of me like just a little yeah, bit yeah, well just yeah. a little bit smaller like yeah, my legs yeah. would be sort of hanging out of it so I think that's probably a scalpine yeah yeah, yeah. if you scroll through the pictures you'll see the, the rest of the pictures yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. gone but anyhow yeah and that was the way like you know what people did because they had to leave the area in a lot of cases and uh, they went into the bog and they did uh, you know the old turf coatings and everything else they'd put uh they just put uh, like branches of trees and whatever mm. they could find um, over and made a little scalp yeah. in the middle of uh, the bog. But even in the houses, like you could nearly just hold your hands out and touch the front wall and the back wall. Yeah, like, well, you know, and they yeah. were they were so small, like you know. And the other thing that I was reading up about it, they have um, in that village there was a thousand year old thermal spa. That was previous to that village. A thousand years before that village was built. Yeah. So, uh, and up on top of the hill, on the very top of the hill, there's this a, a a passage grave as well. Yeah, yeah. So there was obviously people, you know, it was mm. th- that lived on the hill, but and stunning views from the top of it. So. When you look at those pictures, like of the ruined houses, it's so sad, really. Very sad. Like. To think that whole families, you know, we are brought to a point of poverty that was the talk of Europe. And that uh, the people, you know, were so impoverished. Uh, the clothes, you know, were rags, you know, put together rags. That's all they had. And then during the famine, they had to sell everything to try and keep uh, try and keep uh, body and soul together. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, when you look at that and you see, you know, that was a family and that was home, a cheerful home, probably song and dance took place in the village and... And eventually, you know, the landlord comes, turfs them all out, and the village or the people are no more. Yeah. Maybe some escape to America, maybe some, you know. It's very powerful when you're walking yeah, around it. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. and even all the stone walls, like, they're so neatly built, and you just think of the work that went into them, like, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah. Some, of the, some of the rocks in them are huge. Like, you yeah, know, I see that, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and there's this rock on the corner. It's, it's They're almost like streets that, you know, um, they have beautifully built walls the whole way up and gone across from different areas within the village but on one corner there's this huge big flat stone that comes out of the wall and you can nearly feel that someone would the people would have sat there you know and watched the day go by or whatever you know or it was so it was was really really powerful so if you're ever up that way and you have stunning views if you have if you have 20 minutes because that's all it takes to walk up to it from the yeah. from the road, you know. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. And at the bottom of where you park, at the bottom of there's a little lime lime kiln, a known lime kiln. Yeah, but yeah, 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 definitely worth to visit. Uh, so we'll play a bit of music. Uh, I let you pick the song. What would you like to? I think we should probably keep something along the famine or something like that. Won't we? Yeah, well, um, I think the Lockshield and Eviction is a very descriptive song from the um, famine times and. Uh, there's very few songs about evictions because it's very difficult to write about them. And uh, remember, you know, they're talking about, uh, you know, their family dying or someone dying belonging to them and leaving the family behind. Or It's just so sad. And, you know, you can't really write about that. But uh, Rock Seal and Eviction is a very, very good example. And beautifully sung by Tommy. Yeah, great song. Okay. So here is the Loch Sheelan eviction by the Wolf Tones.
my country a long farewell my tale of anguish no tongue can tell for I'm forced to fly o'er the ocean wide from the home I love by Lakshil and side how proud was I of my girl so fair I was envied most by the young men there when I brought her back a bashful bride to my cottage home by Lakshil and side farewell Yard low, where in the springtime the wild flowers grow. I shed no tears, for my tongue felt dry on that fearful night by Lakshil and side. Farewell all day The ship will soon take me far away But oh my fond heart would sooner bite Near my Eileen's grave by Lakshilan side
Okay, so that was the Loch Sheelan eviction and a beautiful song and very well sung by Tommy. And who Tommy, wrote it? Yeah. Well, I, I reconstructed a song from... Uh, I got uh, I got part of it uh, um, in County Mayo, in fact. And uh, I reconstructed it from what uh, I had heard and got. And... Um, and that's the end. I wrote a chorus to it then and, uh, and made a song out of it, you might say. But, uh, yeah, a lovely... There were so very few songs about evictions. We all know about... Uh, we all know about uh, Skibbereen and uh, a great famine song too, but um, very few songs about evictions. And, uh, you know, when you think of the amount of evictions that happened, you know... Just people couldn't write about it. It was too sad, too, you know, too close to the bone for them to put words or music to it. So it, it, it. I felt uh, to get the message across about evictions that was a great vehicle, and uh, I. It still is. I love it. And Skibberine is a great song too. Skibberine is a great, yeah, uh, yeah famous song. Yeah, I, I just love the the mandolin at the start of that song. It's yeah, brilliant. yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, and I've been I've been to the one in Ackle as well, the Famine Village in Ackle, a uh, long, long time ago. Um, I think it was would have been around nineteen ninety nine when I was working for Walton's when I was travelling them parts of the country. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I don't like there was a there was a, a village in uh, Ackle. I know that where the Reverend Mister Nagel. Um, tried to convert all the kids. He had a school there, and uh, anybody that converted to... You know, I heard about taking the super. Is yeah. a super. Did he play the whistle? <laughs> <laughs> and if they took the super and converted, they, uh, they, they survived through the famine, I guess, and, uh, and uh, uh, lots of people, I guess, did take it, and maybe after the famine went back to their old religion. Yeah, well... You'd you, have to, you, you can't and, really blame them. It's either actually, starve or just you know. Actually, when when we were in Scotland, there um, uh, a priest friend of mine in uh, Dundee, uh, he said that uh, many of the names in Glasgow. Uh, he said uh, when you know they they have uh, Irish names and and Protestant people. He said because they come from uh, the the supers. Right, yeah. you know that emigrated then to uh, Scotland. Yeah. So he gave me a couple of names. He said, "You know those people." And I think uh, my son-in-law was born in Scotland too. But his best man was it his best man. I think, um, yeah, his best man it was. Uh, he was uh, Andy, isn't Andy, it? Andy, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Andy, um, Andy has a, a name that comes from Mackel. Yeah, yeah. And we told him that, and I said to bring him down to Eccles and show him where his ancestors came from. And it was highly probable that uh, he's alive or his family is alive because they took the soup. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's and uh, Andy had the pleasure of being here uh, for the wedding when uh, Celtic beat Rangers five one and Martin O'Neill six two or six two. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> six two in Martin O'Neill's first game. Yeah. yeah. So it was the day before the wedding. So on the day of the wedding, Dad, we, we had a happy. You, yeah, you you did that when you were just about to give your speech. You went testing six two six two. <laughs> so I don't. He said, of all the times he could come to Ireland, was the time when the Celtic, when lost, Celtic yeah. trashed them. Not yeah. lost, they trashed them because he watched trashed it in the them, yeah. in the local pub with me and the, with all the Celtic supporters, and, <laughs> and he wanted to go at half time. And I said, no yeah. way, sit back and enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, according to. Um, Father Eugene, he said that his uh, uh, his his people come from Ackle. Mm. The name comes from Ackle, and they were supers. Yeah, but there's a lot. Like I've often been on forums and stuff like that. You know, where uh, football forums, where someone says something about Celtic, and then some of the names that will come back, which will be anti-Celtic. You're going. He should be Irish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he's got a real Irish name. Like you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, but. Obviously, Rangers. But sure, look at like uh, you know, when you look at Belfast and the troubles and everything like that, you had, um, you know, the the Shankill Butchers. Yeah. 
And his name is Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it, Lenny was it Lenny? Lenny Murphy. Yeah, yeah, Lenny yeah, Murphy. Yeah, yeah. That was a horrific book. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I read that book. It was yeah, yeah horrific what they did. Yeah. Uh, did you read the book now, the Shankill? I, 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 I probably did over the yeah. years. You know, you read so much and you, you don't remember like every one book you read. But I, I remember reading about. Yeah. You want to have a strong stomach for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Enough about that. Um, I'm going to do a bit of a shameless advertisement for a charity gig that uh, I'm doing. Um, not just me, there's a good few bands doing. So it's called the Beat of Your Heart Fundraiser, and it's for the Children's Hospital Found- Health Foundation in Temple Street, I think. I to read this here now. Um, yeah, it's for so Children's Health Foundation. It's actually Crumlin, T- Temple Street, Talla, and and uh, Connolly, which is James Connolly Hospital, which is Blanchardstown. Mm-hmm. And then it's also for the re- regional uh, ned- mednatal intensive care unit in Belfast. So it's a live gig that will be on Facebook. On uh, I think it's on, I haven't got the full details, on Stephen Leeson's uh, music page. And playing it will be Dan McCabe, the gr- great Dan. Have you heard Dan singing? Mm-hmm, I did. Yeah. yeah, he's very, very good. All Folked Up, who are from Newry, great band. Philip Noon, I haven't heard Philip, but I'm going to check him out. Ross D Music, I've heard Ross's music, great. David Whelan. Rory and the Island, um, ourselves. Gaelic Brew from Cork. The Invincibles, uh, Paul Stone and the Invincibles uh, from Dublin. And... Uh, all with Thomas Goulding, and the connection to Thomas is that Thomas uh, wrote songs with all of us. Thomas is quite a, a talented uh, songwriter, uh, and he gives the songs to people, and then they put the music to it. So I put the music to one of his, well, actually two of his songs, and just jig them about a bit, you know, to help fit the music that I put. So we're doing it online, and... Um, it's the 25th of June, which is Friday at 7pm starting and there'll be exclusive interviews with the band and with Thomas, with each of the bands. And um, and it's down in the... It's getting recorded in the... What is the, the church? Some, down in Tala. They have a whole uh, video set up down there. The... Oh, I can't think of the name of it. What's Tom Cruise in? What's that? What's Tom's Cruise religion? I can't think of it. Jesus, he too. Anyway, it's but that's why we're filming. They have a, a film studio there. Oh. Uh, so Stephen Stephen Leeson has a great uh, thing that he's been doing recently with music, and the High Kings were on it last week. Um, so he's recording it there. That, so it's part of his show. Yeah. Uh, so it's just to provide entertainment for people. Um, during lockup. During lockup. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I just want to mention too, anybody that wants to download some of the Wolf Tone videos, and there's loads of videos up there in Vimeo, and uh, you can buy them for a and have them forever and ever, or you can rent them. So whichever you wish, and uh, it's just a good way of, you know, if you're having a night out with your friends or something like that, that uh, or your family at home, and you want to put on the Wolf Tones, uh, get onto Vimeo there and you can download uh, to your heart's content. Okay, final score from the Portugal match, Dad. We we missed a hungry nil, Portugal three. And believe it or not, they scored all three goals in the last six minutes. Oh my God. Uh, Guerrero and Ronaldo got two. Of course he did. Sure, what else? <laughs> so have you been jo- enjoying the football? I did, yeah. I didn't see that much now, but uh, yeah, the matches I saw were quite good. Uh, and so, Who are you hoping wins? Who do what? Who do you hope wins? Um, England, of course. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> You've not been drinking. I just it? thought I'd give you a shock there. <laughs> I know. Look at if you if you want England to win, that's cool. What's wrong with that? They're our closest neighbours. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong yeah, with that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's hard to forgive, but I guess you know, for any Scott. Or Welsh or Irish man, they're not great uh, at supporting our neighbours. 
I don't think it's more that they, I think it's more that you have to listen to them like about like still 1966 like I wasn't even born but I, I I've heard about it I know about it it's it's constantly on TV so it's just you don't want to have to go through that whole thing again yeah no no well I was around for that one but uh yeah, the, the papers go overboard. Oh, and, it's and, terrible. And the but they put the expectation on the players then as well, yeah, and yeah, then they believe yeah. in their own hype. I mean, they've got some great players and have had some great players yeah, throughout I, the years. I, I, like, I like sort of like the, the new kids coming up are great. Like I like Foden, I like uh, uh, Mount. I think they're great players. Um, There's a lot of pressure on them, though, isn't there? Like, yeah, you know? yeah. And but of course we. He would have liked uh, what's his rice to stay with Ireland, but he and Grealish. He well, not that he was with <laughs> Ireland, but, but yeah. Anyway, two, two. We lost two good players, you know. And what about because England had none? <laughs> what, what about O'Shaughnessy playing for Finland? <laughs> and Delaney playing for for Denmark? Yeah, there you go. There We're you all go. over the place. There you go. Except in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. So, so at least we have. Even we're not at the tournament, but we have names, <laughs> Irish names represented in the tournament. But uh, we're going to reason why we're do, we we didn't get a chance to record this yesterday, so we're doing it today and we're doing it early. Uh, so that's why Dad doesn't have a drink in front of him. Normally, be having a a, a, a little nice pint, a nice beer. Yeah. Um. So we're yeah we're going to leg it to watch the Germany and France game, which I'm hoping is yeah. a good game. Yeah. Did you Did you see the goal? Uh, Against the Scots, the Czech goal. I did, yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah, unbelievable, yeah, wasn't it? But yeah, the, it was. Yeah. But the keeper was in no man's land, really, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And I was delighted with Sweden drawn nil nil with Spain, and quite a youthful Spanish team as well. And yeah, they are. Yeah, very, yeah, very, yeah. very strange some of the, the picks, but uh, they are. They are. Yeah. But, uh, I've I've been enjoying it. I didn't get to see them all. I was working for the Scotland Czech game, but I got to see a bit of it. A bit of it. Uh, the while, highlights. Uh, well, I know I got to see it while I was in work because someone, oh, right, yeah. someone had it on a big screen, so I was sitting there watching it while I was having a cup of tea. So, uh, other than that, um, I got to play a gig on Saturday night up with the lads up in Drada. We just had a Facebook live gig. We were practicing for this charity gig because uh, we haven't been together yeah. uh, since last since since January. Or yeah, we did a. a a charity gig in January, uh, and that was the last time we played together. So it was oh, nice. Oh, you'd be a bit rusty, all right. After all, well, geez, you know, it wasn't. We weren't too bad now. I have to say. Yeah, yeah there you go. We did two hours forty-five minutes on Facebook. <laughs> the two two lads were drinking. I was driving, so uh, two lads were having a ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we were sitting outside. It was nice. It was really nice to be back again. But it also showed how much I miss it. Like you know, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. The next day, I was sort of depressed. I'm not having any music, and not, you know, not having anything to look yeah. forward to. So, you must be missing it. Ah, of course you do. But uh, you know, you get on with it. I'm, I'm deep in writing music now at the moment. So I, I'm busier than ever. Between the garden and my music, I'm garden's looking well. Yeah, I'm. Which reminds me, I still haven't got the price for for um, for the the two lads never came back with the price for doing your driveway. So yeah. if anybody out there knows anyone that wants the price for a job for for um, dad's driveway, yeah. give me a show. Um, so what do you want to do? Yeah, well, take care. We'll we'll sign off. I'm going into going get into a bit of dinner. <laughs> so I, I play out with two two songs. Uh, I play out with. Uh, a song that I literally put together. This is the song that I wrote with Thomas Goulding, mm-hmm. which is a song called All the Children, which I only recorded today because I have to give it to the people that are doing the production on Friday week because they need to hear the song to be able to know where the cameras are, you know, what cameras yeah, and, yeah, and what yeah, shots yeah. they need. Yeah. Um, so we didn't, rec- we haven't got it recorded because we're doing three songs. We're doing that song, uh, Bobby and uh, No Stone Unturned. So No Stone Unturned and um, Bobby are on Spotify, so they're able to get that. So I had to put something down for them to send to them. So I did it today, and uh, I'll stick that on for the crack and see what people think of it. And, yeah. Uh, and then we'll finish off with Skibberine, I think. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. All right, so uh, we'll get back to been a little bit more fuller of a show uh, next week hopefully and next week we have what is the what is the song uh, we have The Dying Rebel oh Ooh, yeah. I love that song not a great song yeah so The Dying Rebel and uh, in the meantime 
Oh, I'm getting uh, mid second vaccination on Thursday. Oh, yeah. So, well, I'm already done. <laughs> yeah, so looking forward. So that's that's me then, done and dusted. Uh, so uh, listen, everybody have a great week. Uh, apologies for the lateness of this podcast going out, but uh, beyond our control as usual. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care. Slán. See the flames from Sackville Street Not the sky that night A body strewn on cobblestone To see no end in sight Only memories I recall On the day my father left Was the luck of valor in his eyes And the tears my mother My cheek never usually works. He was but a few loving words to my mother's ears and true closed eyes as they embraced. She couldn't hide her tears. With a heavy heart, my love.